This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. Taiwan is experiencing its first cold front of the year, with sleet in Matsu County for the first time in 18 years. Many older and at-risk people are finding it hard to cope with the weather, with more than 600 already having been sent to hospital. Jaime Ocon reports. Patients are being rushed for emergency care as Taiwan temperatures dipped below 10 degrees Celsius over the weekend. It's the first cold spell of the year, and it's proving to be a challenge for the elderly. With over 630 people reportedly hospitalized due to the cold, doctors are urging the public to dress warmly and stay indoors. They also advise the elderly to seek medical attention if they develop any feelings of discomfort. Temperatures are expected to stay low for this week, prompting the government to issue a cold surge advisory for many areas in Taiwan, where ground-level temperatures have dropped below 6 degrees. Areas like Shuesan near central Taiwan have been covered in snow, a winter wonderland for many visitors. But as the cold surge continues, officials are reminding people to layer up and stay warm. Chris Ma and Hami Okan for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan reported 49 cases of COVID-19 on Monday, consisting of four local cases and 45 imported ones. No deaths were reported. Three of the new domestic cases were found in people already in quarantine. The government says it is aware of the transmission chain for each case. Taiwan Central Epidemic Command Center last week announced plans to reduce quarantine from 14 days to 10 in the coming months. A netizen in Taiwan has ignited debate about quarantine package inspections after food delivered to them by family members was spoiled by quarantine officials. It led them to ask whether they were in quarantine or prison. But health authorities defended the inspections. James Chater reports. Beef with a side of cigarettes. These are some of the prohibited items Taiwan's health officials have found in packages sent to government-run quarantine facilities. As well as cigarettes, there's been alcohol and even small packets of drugs. Taiwanese health officials released these videos after widespread debate online about package inspections. It was sparked by a person complaining food sent to them while in quarantine had been crushed. But the sometimes invasive inspections have led some people online to say that while in quarantine, they're treated like criminals. An allegation denied by Wang Pisheng, the health official who released the videos. In a Sunday Facebook post, Wang elaborated that being in quarantine is not a holiday. He added that only unusual packages are inspected and the proportion containing restricted items is high. Arrivals to Taiwan must quarantine for at least a week. During that time, neither alcohol nor cigarettes can be sent into the facility. Taiwan's health chief said the inspections would remain, but has requested officials handle the packages more carefully. Regardless of how the inspections are conducted, health officials hope any outside meals delivered to quarantine facilities won't have unexpected side dishes. Patrick Chen and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Hundreds of people took to the streets of Taipei on Sunday to call for a constitutional amendment guaranteeing animal rights. The activists braved low temperatures and heavy rain on their march from the presidential office to the legislature. They want lawmakers to support the amendment so that it can be put 
to a public vote alongside November's local elections. In Taiwan, constitutional changes must first be agreed on by 75% of lawmakers and then approved in a national referendum. The government is currently deciding on possible amendments to be voted on later this year. Will he or won't he? The next step for Taipei Mayor Ko Wenzhe has been on the lips of political commentators for months. Now his wife has given the strongest hint yet. The doctor-turned-politician will run for Taiwan's president in 2024. Ko shot onto the political scene in 2014 as an independent winning the Taipei mayoral election. After earning re-election in 2018, he formed the Taiwan People's Party, which is currently the third largest party in the legislature. Initially seen as an ally of the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, Kerr has been sharply critical of the government in recent years. On Sunday, Kerr's wife, Peggy Chen, took to Facebook saying Kerr has made it clear he is preparing for a run at the presidency. Premier Susan Chang has weighed in on the controversy over a Taiwanese speed skater who wore a Chinese national team uniform. Wang Yiting triggered an online backlash when a training video of her wearing a Chinese skin suit went viral shortly before the opening of the Beijing Winter Olympics. Wang went on to represent Taiwan at the Games. Taiwan's athletes have regularly met with outrage in China for displaying emblems related to Taiwan. Huang's case is a rare example of the situation in reverse. On Monday, Premier Susan Chang said her action was extremely inappropriate and has called for a further investigation. A Taiwanese publisher has pulled a book about the history of spicy food in China and apologized to its Chinese author because its editors incorrectly changed how a word referred to China. The errors made for some puzzling content, as Louise Watt explains. The chili pepper holds an important place in Chinese cuisine to the extent that its history is explored in a new book by a Chinese researcher at Guangdong Sun Yat-sen University, Cao Yu. But when the Taiwanese edition of The History of Spicy Food in China hit shelves in Taiwan, it caused an unexpected stir. Editors had changed all references to the continent to read China. The Mandarin word da lu means continent, but it's also used to refer to mainland China. Some Taiwanese are against calling China the mainland, as it suggests that Taiwan is a part of China. The changes meant the Taiwanese version of the book had Christopher Columbus discovering the new China instead of just a new continent. The author expressed his unhappiness on Facebook, saying he never meant for it to be written that way. Readers also flooded the publisher, Ryefield Publishing, with complaints. A lawmaker from the opposition Guomingdang has blamed the government. She said it is sad that the Tsai administration's continuing anti-China protect Taiwan stance leads to these kinds of ideologically motivated changes because people feel compelled to be politically correct. A legislator from President Tsai's ruling Democratic Progressive Party responded to the criticism. The publisher has apologized to the author and readers and says the errors are the result of negligent proofreading by an editor. It plans to publish a new version. Alex Chen and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. 
Despite a cold and rainy day in Taipei, the local Filipino community turned out on Sunday for a parade to mark the Feast of Santo Nino, a key date in the Philippines' religious calendar. The festival, named Beats for Peace, featured colorful traditional dresses and creative costumes with music and dancing. The organizers called the event a way to bring Philippine culture to Taiwan amid the disruption to international travel caused by the COVID pandemic. Australia's Prime Minister Scott Morrison has accused Beijing of an act of intimidation after the country said a Chinese naval vessel directed a laser at an Australian military surveillance aircraft. Australia's Defence Department says a laser from the People's Liberation Army Navy vessel illuminated an Australian maritime patrol plane that was flying over the continent's northern approaches. It says the incident last week potentially endangered lives. The Chinese vessel was one of two sailing through the Arafura Sea, which lies between Australia's north coast and New Guinea's south coast. Relations between Australia and China have plummeted in recent years. Morrison described it as a dangerous, reckless and irresponsible act. I can see it no other way uh, than an act of intimidation. Uh, one that was unprovoked, unwarranted, and Australia will never um, uh, accept such acts of intimidation. U.S. President Joe Biden has agreed in principle to meet with his Russian counterpart, Vladimir Putin, over tensions at the Russia-Ukraine border. But any meeting would be contingent on Moscow not invading its neighbor. French President Emmanuel Macron helped broker the potential summit as part of a diplomatic push to prevent a conflict. After speaking with Putin on the phone, Macron said France and Russia are both in favor of a diplomatic solution and that the two countries' foreign ministers will meet in the next few days. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com. <laughs>